You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. Speaking of Matthew Bergeron, I do want to get into... Falcons rookie minicamp a little bit. Just kind of go over the the highlights of that. We saw Matthew Bergeron at left guard uh, doing his thing. He was with uh, Javon Gwynn, who was getting snaps at center. Then we saw a video of them uh, via Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons Twitter page running a couple of stunts, doing a couple of drills, looking good. We saw Bijan Robinson out there doing his thing. And did you have any, like, major takeaways from from Falcons rookie minicamp. I mean, we had uh, Josh Kendall today on uh, the morning shift, and he said, you know, look, it, it, it's exciting times. It's good to see those guys out there, and, you know, it's good to see them do their thing. But at the end of the day, they're taking on other, you know, taking on other rookies, taking on other, you know, tryout guys as well who might be trying out for the team. But at the end of the day, these are kind of, he called them glorified walkthroughs. Um, so do you have any major takeaways from from rookie minicamp? And uh, there is one signing we need to get into in a little bit, but I'll save that for just a second here. But any major takeaways from Falcons rookie minicamp? This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, um, I would say that Bijan's comments really stood out to me. Um, where he said, hey, um, you know, Arthur Smith is going to use me everywhere. Yeah. And I I think, to me, that is not a surprise. Mm-hmm. That is something that I've tried to say on this podcast and on the air um, multiple times that, look, this is more than a running back. You didn't just draft a guy to carry the ball 20 times a game. You drafted a guy that's going to that's going to catch the ball in the backfield. That's going to do everything you need him. Probably line up at I say catch the ball in the backfield. I think that's I think that's being kind of thrown out there and 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 you're uh, and people are undervaluing the fact that this guy's going to line up outside in the slot. Yep. Probably on the outside at times and he's going to run routes like a receiver. Not yep. even as a running back, he's going to roll back in at times and and be a be a, uh, a blocking back and pick up blitzes. So I, I think that stood out to me because we've maybe have finally gotten through to the and I get it because I'm not a drafted running back in the top ten guy. I've said that as many times as I can, 
But maybe that 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 group that has just sees him as a running back will kind of open their eyes that this is a guy that's not just running back. And that was my number one takeaway um, from training camp that he's being very public with it. And maybe it's just kind of starting to sink in with a lot of people that, hey, this is what this guy is going to be. Um, I would say that the second takeaway I have is Matthew Bergeron and to a lesser extent, uh, Javon Gwynn, who uh, we can get into in a minute about the you know his move to center because yeah. he's an undersized guy as a guard. But I would say that Bergeron talking a little bit and about his move to guard, and he really clearly has either been coached up or has done enough film study or has talked to guys or just hell knows enough about the game of football, which is kind of something you want when you're uh, your potential offensive lineman who's a you know starting offensive lineman. At, that is a rookie right. to kind of know, but he's like, look, th- these are there's some things that at tackle it you have the game is slower and you have you know you, it's more about getting your feet out and set. He goes, life comes at you quick in that yeah. guard position. <laughs> and by the way, uh, me and Mike Johnson are talking about this, and I don't want to steal his thunder, but I, you know, he. You seem to think that there are some ways where the ceiling is lower inside, though, because these those guys that are lining up on the outside, for the most case, are extremely athletically talented as far as the defensive ends you're going against. And mm. I don't think that's a knock on defensive tackles. No, I just think that there that that is a point about you know there's a lot less Aaron Donalds out there and Grady Jarrett's and whatever potentially Jalen Carter could be. Those guys with that freak potential, that that just that just raw pure athleticism, where they are so gifted, those guys. While everyone in the NFL is like that, the guys like the Aaron Donalds of the world are the top shelf, and they're yeah. so you, you you do come across less of those guys. So just Bergeron, to me, to, to kind of um, put a put a bow on this. He really has an understanding, uh, no pun intended. Um, there's there's real understanding of him of what it takes to m- make that adjustment or that that switch or that move or however, whatever adjective you want to use to describe what he's doing. He really has a grasp of, of what it's going to take. And I think that's a good thing because I yep. think he is a guy that is, I think he's a very smart, um, motivated, and somewhat nasty he's got the nastiness that comes that needs to come along a lot of times with those positions and i i I love i love that attitude i love that mindset i mean he he, that is what we've been missing i think at times recently um for this team i think he could step in and be that that harvey doll type player which is kind of a throwback if you're an old school not even an old school fan. If you're just a fan of the early Matt Ryan days and the the end of the Mike Vick days, you know exactly who the hell RV Dahl is. Oh yeah, how good of a player he was and what he meant and how he played. He was the antithesis of playing to the edge of the whistle, and he had that nastiness about him. And I'm really hoping that Matthew Bergeron can be a guy that um, that that brings that back to this team, uh, which which has desperately been missing on that interior. He's got the smarts, but he's also got the physicality and the nastiness about him that you want all your offensive linemen to have and always being ready to get after it. So I am really, really 
excited to see Matthew Bergeron. I think he's going to be really good at guard. And, you know, the old adage and the old rule of thumb is tackles who move into guard usually are pretty successful. And even though you you mentioned the, how, the, how the change kind of works and everything starts to come at you a little bit faster and those defensive tackles get to you a little bit faster and it's a, a lot faster moving on the inside than it is the outside. You talked about all that. Um, but like you said, seems like Matthew Bergeron has the intelligence and the physicality and the mindset to handle all of it. So really excited to see Matthew Bergeron. And also just kind of looking forward ahead a little bit. I'm really excited about this offensive line because it feels like with with Matthew Bergeron, I have a real feeling that he's going to be successful left guard. And we've been trying to lock up that left guard spot for a couple of years now. So to finally get some, and we've had pretty, we're, we're going to have pretty good continuity this year, but moving this year, moving forward past this year, it seems like we can maybe finally get that continuity across the offensive line, not just for a year, but maybe for, you know, years to come and have that, maybe offensive line of the future that we've been looking for with with Bergeron, with Lindstrom, with McGarry, hopefully with uh, Dalman at center and, you know, Jake Matthews. We'll, we'll see how long, how much longer he can uh, be, a, uh, be a left tackle, but it seems like he's got a f- at least a few more years left in him. So at least for the, the short-term future, maybe, you know, at least three years if we're included Jake in this conversation, that we can have that offensive line where we 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 know the guys that are going to be on the offensive line and they can really start to build some chemistry and become a real cohesive unit all together so I think that's what I'm really most excited for not having that question mark anymore that it seems like we have kind of had at left guard for the past uh, couple of years so that's really what excites me about the offensive line but I do want to transition over to a uh, another note that came out of Falcons rookie minicamp as we wrap up that conversation. And that's a uh, Slade Bolden. Slade Bolden was not a rookie, but he was trying out for the, uh, the Falcons, obviously a, a former Alabama player as well. I believe he got drafted by the Baltimore Ravens, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he spent some, uh, he, he was out there at Falcons rookie minicamp trying out and he actually got signed by the Atlanta Falcons. And I mean, Bo, do you, do you see a, a thing where do you think he's just going to end up being maybe a, a training camp body or does he does he think have a a good chance at uh, making some noise here and making a roster spot and maybe making an impact on this Falcons roster? Well, you know, when we did talk to Josh Kendall, who covers the Falcons uh, as a beat writer, he made he seemed to think that that they needed a little more from that and mm-hmm. that he was a guy that could come in here and prove himself. I think. I think I've seen. I think Bolden is a was a good player, not a great player at Alabama. I thought yeah. he had some drops at times that he shouldn't have at Alabama. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I think if he can come in here and run good routes, run sharp, crisp routes, uh, be be sure-handed, and then look, let's go through the receiver because you got Drake London, and you got Mac Hollins, and you got Scotty Miller, and and, and, yep. and after that, if you whatever you, yeah, I don't know how you want to how you want to count. Um, how you want to count our guy Kyle Pitts, but he's not a receiver. Uh, you're not going to line up a receiver. He's still a tight end. Yeah. Got you got Hodge as well. Well, you got Frank Darby and you got yeah. Penny Hart who you signed and right. um, Jared Bernhardt who made the team last year. And so there's some other guys that we've obviously mentioned, Drake. Um, you got some guys, but there's an opportunity and there's also um, an opportunity for, 
if Slade Bolden really wants to make this roster, he's going to go out there and find a way to com- contribute on special teams as well. That point. you have to do that. I, I think that I don't think Frank Darby is guaranteed a job on this nope. team. Um, I, I don't think I know that Keelan Harris isn't. I don't think Penny Hart is. Although I think Penny Hart has a good shot. Um, you know, uh, Xavier Malone and Justin Marshall. I mean, th- those guys aren't guaranteed spots. So yeah, right. he's gonna. He's got an opportunity, but he's going to have to go earn it. He's going to have to be sure-handed, run crisp routes, contribute on special teams. You know, he's not. He has to have a good camp, and that's what it's about. Is going. That's what training camp's about. Is yeah. these battles with these, you know, these these fourth and fifth receivers and a chance to really make their name. So yeah, he's got a chance, but he's got a. He, I, I'm not going to say. Yeah, this guy's going to contribute right now. He's going to have to go prove it during training camp, and it's going to it's going to start in the off with the OTAs and the the, the mini camp that you'll have a, what in the middle of June, and then you'll have another shot to prove it at training camp. All those things go into um, with preseason games to, to what his what his actual chances are of, of being on this roster come September. We shall see what uh, our guy Slade Bolden can do uh, on this draw, see if he can make some noise and add to this Falcons wide receiver group, talented group already. And, you know, if he can come in and make some noise, that'll, that'll, that'll say a lot about where he's at right now. But 